Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Open Heart. You know, when you come to God with an open heart, you will always get blessed. Yeah. You'll always come out in the end being blessed, your cup overflowing into others' lives. You know, with this, I had a, my with my late, late uncle Ray, he had used to he had used a speaking device and my brother and my cousin would listen for a few minutes and then leave i would stick around and listen to his encouragement and stories every time you know every time before i go out and play you know he would come into my room with hundreds of dollars whatever money he had in his pocket of cash wise and no matter what you know he had in his pocket he would give me you know that cash whatever he had and he'd just throw it down and be like mm, get something nice you know, he had that kind of talking thing and, uh, you know, whatever he'd say, you know, that my brothers, my brother and my cousin couldn't stick around for those stories. They couldn't stick around for, you know, the, it was hard to understand him sometimes. And I stuck around with the encouragement, the Bible stories, the, the, the direction that he would want for your life, the whatever kind of stuff he'd be speaking over you. And I would stick around and, and it, it would always pay off. He would come in. I didn't stick around for the money or for the gift. I stuck around to hear what he had to say, you know, and, uh, and learn from him. Because I thought it, that would be valuable. And uh, I also wouldn't, if someone was speaking, I would not just walk away. I would wait till they're finished speaking. No, how, no matter how long it would be, even though sometimes it's grueling, I would stick around and, and just let them speak. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, but that's exactly what we should do. And I believe that's a gift, even though it, it's like, man, sometimes it's just grueling. It's like, oh, I just, I, I gotta go. You know, and sometimes we have to go. We actually have to go. And it's so hard to break that barrier from from that thing that's inbred in us to, to stick around, stick around for the story. You know, I, you know, it's funny. You, you know, he would come in there and he'd say, you're going to, you're going to do some good someday. You're going to, you know, get yourself whatever you want. You know, you're going to do ministry. I believe you're called to ministry. You're going to do something good. But you let him call you. He'd just tell me all kinds of things. You read the Bible. You read the Bible. You know, he'd tell me all kinds of good things and, and stuff like that. And it's funny because that's what I'm doing today. And I answered that call on my 21st birthday and uh, got ordained as a minister while everyone else was getting, you know, drunk on their 21st birthday. Now, not to say that my life has been perfect, but I did that. Uh, you know, I, I did. And, and I've been continually trying and seeking God and, and, and giving God time. I've been trying to open my heart. Life is a roller coaster. Life is a trip. It's a journey. And, and it's not, never going to be easy. Whoever said it was going to be easy, they're, they're, they're teaching you incorrectly. They're telling you they're, they're, you've been misinformed. Life is a difficult journey, but it is a journey. And it could be joyous. It is, if we could just change the way that we're thinking, we'll see that we're missing out on so much because of our focus. You know, like the chicken may be down on the ground, pecking around at our past and pecking around at things that we were supposed to be releasing. It's so awesome that, you know, God too, you know, if you could look at that, God wants you, you know, that's exactly what God wants from you is just to open your hearts. 
Just open your hearts, open your ears, just listen to Him through His Word, out there in nature, through our teachers and and praying and just seeking Him. God just wants your time. He just wants to be with you. He wants you to hear Him. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. We gotta dust the Bible off. We gotta go look for one. We gotta download the app. We gotta get plugged in. You know, if you open your heart, just open your heart, God will come in and your life will be forever changed. It's like in this story we find in Matthew chapter 25. For, you know, it's for just like a man who was about to take a journey. And he called his servants together and trusted them with his possessions. One he gave five talents, the other he gave two. And and each according to his own ability. Key with that right there. And then he went on his journey with with the one who had received five talents once he had traded them and he made a profit and gained five more likewise the one who had who he had gave two made a profit and gained two more but the one who received one talent dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money now after a long time the master whose servants returned and settled the accounts with them and the one who who had the five talents came and he brought them five more saying master you entrusted me with five talents see i have made a profit and gained five more talents his master said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been trustworthy and faithful over a little i will put you in charge of many things share in the joy of your master also the one who had five who had two talents came forward saying master you entrusted me with two talents See, I have made a profit and gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. (laughs) You know, and the one who had received one talent also came forward saying, Master, you know, can you imagine being excited, saying, Master, I knew, I knew you to be a harsh and demanding man, reaping the harvest where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid to lose the talent. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, see, you have what is your own. But his master answered him, You wicked, lazy servant. You knew that I reaped the harvest where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter seed. Then you ought to have put my money with the bankers. And at my return, I could have received my money back with interest. So take the talent away from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given key there so important and so awesome what Jesus is telling us in this story and he will be richly supplied so that he will have an abundance but from the one who does not have because he has ignored or disregarded his blessing and gifts from God even what he does have will be taken away and throw out the worthless servant into the outer darkness In that place of grief and torment, there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. That's found in Matthew chapter 25 verses 
14 through 30 in the Amplified. Again, Matthew, you know, chapter 25, verse 14 through 30. And I'm reading out the Amplified. You know, the funny thing is that a talent was like a, you know, it was like a half a million dollars. So here, you know, God has entrusted you with, you know, uh, what? You know, here it is. What has God entrusted you with? God has entrusted you with. that. That's the statement. And then the question would be, what can God trust you with? Who has God trusted you with? If you look at these three men, all of them had a chance, just like we do. God has gifted you with talents and gifts and ideas, friends, and maybe even resources. What are you going to do? What are you going in? And what are you going to, what are you going to go into? You know, and what are you going to do with what God has given you? Yeah. Don't waste it or bury it. Don't, don't bury that gift and being like, no, I'm too, too old for that. Uh, that's childish. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too young for that. Uh, you know, I, I need to grow up a little bit. You know, I'm, wait, I'll just wait. I'll put that to the side. Let me bury that idea. Let me bury that part of me. No, I'm not going to do a puppet show or, or do a mascot outing where I'm doing an outreach. No, uh, that's, that's, they'll call me crazy. Let me just bury that kind of stuff, those thoughts, those, those gifts. Oh, I can, I can do gymnastics. Let me, you know, I'm getting too old for that. Let me just put that kind of stuff away, you know. And God can use your gifts and talents no matter what it is. That stuff that we're trying to tuck under away and put in, put in you know, crates and things and box them up and put them in attics and, and, and you know, storages and things. And some of us are throwing it away. Just taking it out with the trash. And some of us think we're giving it away. Like we're blessing someone else with it. God gave you that gift and that talent, those resources and the things that you have. So that he could be glorified through your life. And what he's trying to say is when he comes back and sees that. What, what have you done with the things? Because faith without works is dead. We, we need to be continually seeking God's face. And turning from the things that we need to turn from. And doing. Not, we don't need to be pures just sitting in the pure. Sitting in our rooms or sitting scrolling on our phones. We need to go out into nature. We need to let God speak to us. We need to get into his word. We need to listen and key into our teachers. Not just mute them and play a guitar on the side. We need to listen. You know, through this COVID, we see so many people muting the teachers. If, if, you don't, if your school's not open, they're muting them and playing video games while while the teacher's teaching. And some of us would be, wow, that's disrespectful. Exactly. Our children cannot be taught. They're, they're closed in their rooms. It's social media. It's cell phones. I mean, some people still, you know, have the rules and are able to be a parent. But for some people, we've, been, we've put it away. God gave you the gift of parenting. There's people that would love to have children. And we, we're just, we're burying it. Wait a minute. I gave you children. What are you doing with that? That's a gift. Wait a minute. I gave you ideas and, and you're burying it. I gave you talents and, and you're not doing anything with it. God wants you to do something with it. What has God trusted you with? Because he wants to give you more. Yeah. God wants to give you more. 
more friends, more ideas, maybe more resources, maybe you need more finance. God wants to do all that, but if you're not doing anything, why would he give you anything? You know? Don't waste it. Don't bury it. You need to shine like the diamond you are. Shine, open your heart. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, you can choose God today and accept Jesus Christ into your life. Jesus defeated death by death on the cross for you because you're mattering, because, because you matter and you're worth it. Yeah. Whatever sin it is, it's like, wait a minute, I can't give up drinking. Do you know how difficult that is? I, I go to these parties, it's the social things, I have friends. Wait, it's cocaine, it's only a line every once in a while on the back of a toilet or whatever. It's, I just, you know, I do this or maybe I'm into smoking pot or, or doing things. Maybe it's medicinal, maybe it's medicine, but I'm going too far. Whatever it is, whatever you're putting before God, whatever it is, just don't worry about that. Just ask God to forgive you. Accept Jesus Christ. Accept the story that Jesus Christ... Accept the actual accounts that Jesus Christ defeated death by death on the cross for you. He died on the cross. He lifted up on those nails and pushed on the nails on His feet. And to take breaths, to gasp out, to just take breaths, He would say things like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that's you. That's us. Every time. It's a daily battle. It's not like you need to remove something right now. It's be, wait a minute, I'll follow Jesus later. Let me, let me just try to get my life in order. Give me some time. I'm still young. I'll party and everything. And then I'll get the party out and then I'll do that stuff. No, no. You need to, you need to accept Jesus Christ, your personal Savior now. Accept, accept Jesus Christ. And then let Him do the work. And then pray and continually seek Him. And, and seek Him. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. None of us are. Anybody who holds up the flag being like, I'm perfect, they need to take it down because they're not. We all make mistakes daily. Daily. It's a daily battle. We have to die to ourselves daily. We, we must. That is why fasting and praying is to tell ourselves no. That's the hardest thing to do. The quickest thing we do is just jump up angry. When we're supposed to serve people, it's like... You know, can you can you do this? Would you like to get me a glass of water? Could I have a glass of water? And we jump up all angry or, or a cup of coffee and we're like, oh, I, I'll get this. Or, you know, it's like, wait a minute. Can't we do this in an open heart with, with being loving? Don't you think God wants us to have an open heart to love each other? We should get up excited like, wow, I get to make somebody a cup of coffee. I'm going to bring joy to their life. I'm going to get them a glass of water. Praise God. You know, and I know it seems corny, but man, if we would just change the way we're thinking and do things like that, whatever it is. Oh, you want me to check the mail for you? Praise God. I'm going to go do that. You know, get excited about life and helping people because you're doing something for somebody. Even if they're sitting on the couch and it's like, you know, they don't want to do nothing. It's like, hey, you go get this for me. It's like, okay, yeah, go get You know, no, get excited about it and go do it. It doesn't matter. God sees you. It doesn't matter the situation. God sees you. God sees you. You know, I was abused my whole childhood, uh, nearly, nearly my whole childhood, kicked downstairs and, you know, I wasn't allowed to have friends. And not to tell you that sad story, but I would do those things. Whatever it is that would be asked of me, I'd go do them, you know. And sometimes with a joyful heart. Sometimes I would be in self-pity. But I'm just saying, if we could just do that, no matter the situation, in the end, God will bless us. Shine like the diamond you are. Open your heart. Shine. Open your heart. Shine. You know. 
And truly, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, I offer you this time. You don't need to say a magical prayer. You just need to accept that He died on the cross for you because you're worth it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God is our creator. You don't have to understand the whole story, the whole, the whole Bible right now. Just accept that Jesus Christ is your Savior and He died for you. And maybe some of us, we need to, we need to ask forgiveness, you know, and, and all of us need to ask forgiveness for our sins. You don't, we don't need to wait and stop doing this or that. Just accept Him today. And maybe we've walked away from the faith and we need to get, you know, we need to get back to center. Get back to God. Get back to faith. Faith walkers. Water walkers. Yeah. Jesus is calling you. Open your hearts. Jesus is coming. Open up. Knock, knock. Jesus is calling you. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Father God. There's some of us out there that maybe have never accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Father God. We, we ask that you, we invite you, Father God, into our hearts. Lord, we're making a mess of our lives. We believe that you died on the cross for our sins. We ask you to come into our hearts and make us whole in Jesus' mighty name. Forgive us for any sin, stain, or blemish in our lives. We ask for a legion of angels to come and protect these people, Father God, on this journey. Help us to seek your word, seek your face, and turn from the things that we know that we shouldn't do. We need you, Father God. We are, we are broken people in a broken world. Give us the strength to, to come back to you, those that have walked away, those that have walked away, that you didn't walk away from us, Father God, that we walked away from you. We couldn't stand. We couldn't hold fast. We couldn't wait. We, we couldn't have the patience to trust you that you were going to work it out. We walked away and looked for something else to fix our problem. We tried to fix our problem ourselves, and now we're in trouble, Lord, and we need you. Lord, we're in trouble. We need you. We need you to answer our prayers so that the people that we're preaching to, the people that we're speaking to, us ourselves, Father God, that we know that you are our God and you are for us. We're praying for rain like Elijah. We need you, Father God. We're praying for lightning to come out of heaven, Father God, and strike our situation. Strike it with healing. Strike it with restoration. Strike it with breakthrough. Father God, some of us need finance. Some of us have been literally destroyed through the COVID. Literally destroyed before COVID. Our lives. We've made bad decisions. We need you, Father God. You are our Savior. We need you to fix our situation. Father God, help us to, to see you for who you are because the God we see is the God we get. If we see you as the framer, the, the builder, then we'll get our house fixed. Father God, if we see you as the, as, the, you know, as the healer, then we'll get healed. Help us to see you as fully, that you are fully God, that you can do anything and everything, that everything is for you, that you created everything, and we need you, and we're crying out for you. We need a Savior. We need Jesus. We can't do it alone, Father God. We ask you, we put our prayers and petitions before you, and we ask you, we roll all of our cares, all of our worries up to you, and we ask, Father God, we need you. Answer those prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, answer those prayers. Come through for us. We need that healing, that touch. Some of us have body pain. Some of us has, uh, you know, emotional problems. We have dispositions, you know, mental problems and things, Father God. We need your touch. Be glorified through our life. Heal us, Father God. 
Some of us need hearing uh, things, vision, uh, touch. Lord, we need a touch. We need we need things, Father God, so that we can complete, so that you complete complete your work in us, so that we could be complete in you. Help us to see the gifts that you've given us. Help us to use the talents and not bury it and not waste it. Help us to open our life the way that you would want it to be open so that we could be the flowery field that you have us to be. So that we could be the strong tree that is rooted and planted in your word. So that we could be the house that is built on a rock. So that we can be the church you want us to be. Father God, in Jesus' name. Simply, Lord, we need you. Come, Holy Spirit, come. We ask for the Holy Spirit to just crash into our lives. Just wreck into our lives. Just recklessly wreck into our lives. Blessing us in each and every aspect of our lives. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Mightily come upon us. In Jesus' mighty name. In nomine Padre, Fili, Espirito Santos. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, both now and ever unto ages of ages. May a hundred foot tidal wave of the Holy Spirit just crash into your life, rolling up on the shores of your life, just touching and blessing you in each and every aspect of your life, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, in Jesus' mighty name. May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore because you're worth it. And the Holy Spirit is on you. Go. Tell the story. <laughs>